0: "'Right. Have you ever heard of the intercision project?' Martin faced him again, curious despite himself. "'I've heard rumors. Some kind of new propulsion technology. Very highly classified.' The drive technology was developed by several multinational corporations pooling their technological expertise, but they needed someone to build a ship that could take advantage of it, and they wanted the best. Henry grinned. And I can honestly say that we are the best. Your information is only partially correct. The intercision project is designed around a new form of spacecraft technology, true. But it is not a method of propulsion so much as an alternate method of travel. Martin frowned. What's the difference? The core technology is based on principles of folded space-time. I beg your pardon? The larger spaceships in the fleet have artificial gravity, do they not? Of course. Gravity is a localized deformation of space-time. At its most extreme, that distortion can actually puncture space-time entirely, creating A channel between widely separated locations in the universe. Henry smiled. Our job was to build a ship that could survive the journey across that channel. Are you saying you're building a starship? Whispered Martin. Yes. Henry gave him a pointed stare. But this is a strictly civilian project, without government or military involvement and therein lies the problem.' Martin cocked his head. "'How so?' "'Almost all spacecraft at this level of complexity are military in nature, so our possible experienced candidates for the crew are limited to former military personnel. Generally, these candidates are available for reasons of retirement, disability, poor discipline, or Outright criminality, hardly the pick of the litter. So you can't find anyone suitable? I find that hard to believe. Oh, we found someone. Captain Walter Keystone had resigned his commission due to a family emergency, which has since been resolved. He was quite enthusiastic about the project. So why are you talking to me? He was traveling from Brisbane to meet our project team in San Francisco, along with a number of key flight officers he'd recruited to the project, when his suborbital transport apparently collided with a decommissioned and undocumented satellite. He looked past Martin to the memorial service. You know the rest. Martin resisted the urge to follow his gaze. And now you're looking for a replacement? Yes. We are also looking for additional experienced candidates to serve as the senior flight officers. Are you asking me to recruit other members of my crew? It would be optimum to have a crew that is both experienced and has an established work and relationship. I assure you, our compensation packages... We'll far outstrip anything the military has to offer. Henry extended his hand. We hope you and your crew will consider joining us. Martin stared at the outstretched hand for a moment before tentatively shaking it. I'll review your documents and then present my crewmates with the information. I can't make any promises on their behalf. "'Of course. "'But you should impress upon them "'that this is a unique opportunity "'to make history, Commander.' "'Henry nodded at the mourners "'on the opposite side of the cemetery. "'Life is short. "'Best to make your mark while you can. "'I look forward to hearing from you.' "'Henry turned back to his waiting limousine. "'Behind him, Martin stood alone, in the cemetery, staring at the envelope in his hand.